Hello and welcome back to the Tells Podcast. I'm sitting in the closet with a very grumpy Andrew Nimi. So good luck to the listeners. No. Hello, Andrew. No, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. You always say that, even though I asked you why you wouldn't schedule an appointment at the same time that I'm doing something so that we can have a nice lunch together. And you're like, if only life works so perfectly. Yes, it can, because you can do whatever the hell you want. What do you mean? I don't know. I'm not in charge of the appointment. Well, you could have... I'm only one, have... one participant amongst many. Yeah, but you could have made a suggestion. Uh, I doubt it. I don't think I have the power. Uh, I'm only one person out of like 15 people that are going to be there. But the, even that, the fact that your answer was just so grumpy. You just expect me to move move mountains. And I can't reschedule the Zoom call amongst 15 people. This is not how life works. I'm sorry. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news for you. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of... I'm sorry we missed last week. It was all Andrew's fault. That's right. We did Again, miss last week. I really missed the podcast. But Andrew came home with mountain sickness. And so we <laughs> couldn't record the podcast. That's your theory. Okay. Lucy likes to have many theories uh, as she goes through her life. Every <laughs> every day, every instance of some uh, occurrence brings a new theory off of the top of her head as to why that occurrence did in fact occur. And this uh, theory, in this instance, uh, comes to us from the mountains of Utah, <laughs> where Boosie celebrated her birthday. Yes, last week, uh, Andrew packed a cooler and whisked me away to Duck Creek, Utah, where we stayed in a perfect little A-frame house. It was great. And went off-roading yeah. in an ATV on Sunday. Yep. That was really fun. Good times. Um, so good to get out of uh, the apartment. <laughs> I was going to say Vegas. <laughs> I was going to say Vegas, but yeah, so good to get outside. <laughs> yeah, it was really good to get outside. The We went on a little hike called Cascade Falls, uh -huh. and it was the shortest hike with the biggest payoff that I've ever been on. Yeah. The falls were spectacular for such a short, it was I think, what, one mile round trip? I think so, yeah. I think it was like 1.2. Shout out to uh, Danielle Anderson, a.k.a. D-Moon. I'd seen that she was there with her family. It looked awesome. Uh, I said, I might just copycat that trip, and uh, off we went. But yeah, she told me it was going to be like 1.2 miles or something. I wasn't sure if she meant round trip or each way, but I didn't ask. <laughs> Turns out it was, uh, yeah, one of the easier hikes that we've done. I was actually very impressed with all this planning that you did. Were you? Only to realize that you copied the entire holiday from somebody else. Yeah, pretty much. That that stung a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was this like well, creative love gesture, you know, like putting your energy and time into. Okay, but like what what trip that you go on is not discovered via various resources? And what's, what's difference does it make? Which resource? Like you're going to Google something or you're going to read about something somewhere or you're going to hear about it from someone else. What, is, what difference does it make where it comes from? I don't know, but <laughs> I don't. You thought I invented the trail myself and like discovered no, the falls? Not, and... No, I thought, I mean, you said we should go away. And I said, ah, I don't think so. I don't really want to go anywhere because I don't want to undertake planning something and doing research. 
And you were like, don't worry, I'll do it. And I was very excited. Yeah. And then I went on D-Moon's Instagram. Yeah. And it was exactly the same trip. Like, <laughs> No, it wasn't. She didn't, she didn't book the place for us. I had to sort that out. And then we... Almost didn't get into the place. We showed up and we couldn't get in because the instructions were in my junk mail folder. But that's beside, <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> I had to find the place. Spent like two hours finding an appropriate place for us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we could we could have gone on a different hike. We went on exactly the same hike. Well, we went on rented the, the same ATV. I'm sure we went we on the even best... wanted a fire like she had. Yeah. So who who doesn't want a fire? These are the normal things you do when you go <laughs> on a trip to Utah. You go on a hike. We went on the best hikes. <laughs> you get an ATV. How many? What's the difference between which place you get the ATV from? You have a fire, which we didn't do because you poured water on that figuratively not literally <laughs> i guess she didn't have a video of it that was my gift <laughs> that was my special something on so, my birthday so spoiled and cynical <laughs> i did want to say i had asked andrew on my birthday which was on friday why i didn't receive a 30 frame instagram story tribute you know how you see those <laughs> On Instagram, where people profess their love for their partner. Yes. And saying all the things that you love about me. At least 30 frames. At least 30. At least 30. Yeah. That's a, that's a long story, but sure. I mean, on your birthday. Yeah. So where was my where was my tribute? I uh, I did not make a 30, sto- 30 frame story on Instagram. You're right. But like you said, I made a, I made a feed video. Oh, oh, edited. so what? Feed is like high real estate yeah, to I be mean, on the feed, not in an Instagram story, which disappears exactly. after 24 hours. Exactly. That's mm. permanent. As long as Instagram, as long as Facebook doesn't get rid of Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, feed, feed photos and videos. That's, that's true love. You know, <laughs> if you put something in that feed, that's, that's the real true deal. Love. Yeah. You know that you're... <laughs> your significant other or the person that you're dating is really taking this seriously. <laughs> okay. I'll keep that so, in mind for next year. Yeah. I'll in expect your, multiple in your posts. Oh, multiple feed posts. In the new year. Really? Next year. One's not one's not enough. Yeah. Like a video is still, you know, mm-hmm. all the things. Maybe you can give me a dedicated IGTV next year or a YouTube video. Could maybe. Mm. I'll think about it. We'll see how we're doing at that point <laughs> when our relationship all right, enough birthday talk. I Happy birthday. Officially had... from Tells to you. Thank you. Thank you, Tells. Thank you, Tells listeners. Yeah. Um, I had a wonderful time. You know I'm just teasing. I don't know. I think you're <laughs> semi-joking, semi-not, but that's okay. No, really, it was wonderful. The home was perfect. It was great. Um, And it was really nice to be out in the mountain air. And yes, then Andrew came home and he was like, he has a headache. And I was like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. This is exactly why I said we should go out. Yep. Because there were people like kind of going about normal life out there. It's pretty rural, obviously. But people are just fishing, riding ATVs, hiking, just not a care in the world. Yeah. I didn't really inquire about the uh, disinfectant process of that ATV. So, yeah, that's why when you said you had a headache, I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I did look up the uh, early signs, the early, early symptoms. But headache doesn't seem to be on there. I thought it was, but it doesn't seem to be. At least from my 30 seconds of Googling that I did. But anyway. So mountain sickness. And that's why we didn't have an episode of Tells yesterday. 
long, last, long way. Last week. Oh, last week. A long, long way to say. Happy to be here, That's back right. in the closet. Yes. With you. How was your week? Week was pretty good, I think. Continuing to uh, stay on the online poker grind. Yeah. And it's funny, like, moving in the right direction, but uh, I wonder if, like, poker is this unique thing, if it's unique in this way where just as soon as you get confident about it or perhaps overly confident about it, it just humbles you immediately. Yeah. Is everything like that? Trading is like that. Trading's like that. Everything should be like that, but it's not. I think art is like that. You know, you create a piece of art and you think, yes, this is the one. And that one flops. And the one that you think was rubbish is the one the whole world is like, oh, my God, Mm. this is a a work of genius. suppose so. What about like doctors? What about like surgeons? You know, don't they like get pretty much everything right all the time? No, people die all the time. So they get humbled by killing somebody? All that turned dark very quickly. Um, But I think, you know, they might expect a surgery to go really well or the recovery to go really well and it doesn't. Yeah, I think that is is life. That there is no straight line progression. And that is so hard. Even when you know that, it's so difficult to accept it. Is it good that it's like that or is it annoying? It's fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So is life just like, like annoying in general? <laughs> well, the thing is, I finally finished my book. Remember I was listening to The Power of Now? Yeah. The book that I discarded many right. times. It seems like that's the only solution to that. What? Is being in the present. Okay. Because if you think about yesterday and how well you did yesterday, then of course today could either be better or worse mm-hmm. than yesterday. But it's also hard to keep going when you can't tell whether the, you are actually making progress. Yeah. I just feel like if you assume that you've like turned a corner and that it's just easygoing, then you're just for sure setting yourself up for disappointment. Oh, yeah. 100%. You should just assume that it's always going to be waves, peaks and valleys. Yeah. And every day you never, you never know if it's going to be a peak or a valley. At least in poker. Is that because you got whacked? Uh, last night, yes. But since we last spoke, you know, the overall winnings have increased. So, like, if I knew where the total would be today, if I knew that on the last podcast, then I'd just be perfectly happy. Mm. But going on the ups and downs, the down is always annoying either way. <laughs> you know, at least yeah. until I figure out my mindset. And that's the only thing that you have to do. Yeah. It's the it's the mindset. So how do you quickly shift your mindset? I'm actually quite proud of myself by how quickly I can get back to untilted from tilt. Okay. It used to take a lot longer, mm-hmm. you know, and I think if that's the only thing, then I'll take it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, recording this podcast, I'm sure will help. I think creating and making something for me is uh, is a big help personally. So it's something away from poker? Sort of. It doesn't necessarily mean that it doesn't, it has to be like non-poker related. Like I could make poker content. Yeah. But just like making something and having something to show. Because like the the problem with poker is that like when you lose, it can be hard to find silver lining in that. Even though there probably is, you probably learned something and right. you figured out. It's like you hopefully some, learned something. It might at least nudge you to study uh, either like certain spots or overall. Mm-hmm. So that could be a silver lining. That can be hard in the moment, you know, because... 
you're just, it feels like you take a step backwards rather than a step forwards. Right. But like when you create something like content or whatever, in my instance, then that's always, and it's not an easy step forward, but it's definitely productive. And I just like have something to show for it, which is kind of the opposite of poker a lot of times when you just have the monetary tick up and down. That's all you have to show for it. But what about those Buddhist monks that create these massive sand sculptures and then just tear it down at the end of the day? I don't, I don't know anything about them. I, they, they sound like they're uh, on drugs or something. Are they on drugs? <laughs> but that's the thing. It sounds it's, like Burning Man. It's the idea of things being impermanent, right? That I think personally, that's the what I am here to learn. Is this where the idea for Burning Man came from? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I'm sure there's some inspiration from that, but the, I, it's always been the sort of Buddhist idea of impermanence and non-attachment. Mm. Because now do you attach yourself to this thing that you've made? Do you say, I am okay because I made this thing? Yes, I have value. Whereas I did not before I did not make this thing. God, that hurts. <laughs> uh, could you come to a place where you don't do well in poker and are able to not make anything and still be okay. Probably not. Sounds like a wasteful life. Why Why would that be okay when you can do all these other things, like make things and share them with people? And I'm, I'm not saying that that's incorrect or mm -hmm. that you don't want to make stuff. Right. But if you're making stuff to give yourself value, mm -hmm. then you're always in the struggle of... Yes. If I'm losing here, then I need to make something to make me feel better. And you're always That's just right. like chasing your That's my life. Trail. That's my life oh for my the God. past like four years or maybe even longer. But it doesn't have to be like that is what I'm saying is so a possibility. I need to find inner peace like the monks. Or what do I have to do? I have to delete my Instagram, <laughs> build it and then burn it down. Yes. <laughs> Every day, start a new Instagram account. Okay. <laughs> start with all the letters of well, the alphabet. Well, I mean, Instagram stories is kind of like that. You make it and then it's burned down in 24 hours. Yeah. And I think that was part of the appeal to Instagram stories because there's no attachment to this thing that you've made hmm. until they made highlights was where it, you can save it. Was it made by monks? Yes. The hmm. Instagram monks. Yeah. I, d I mean, I'm not saying I'm right, but is it a possibility that you could then come back to poker without having had to make anything? Just fix insight. Yeah, Say, I, I am okay inside as I am. I That's... don't have to make anything. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to make anything. It definitely sounds like a lot of work to get to that point. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd rather just bypass it and make something and go back uh, and be sad about poker. And then... How do you go about getting to that point of being okay with yourself without producing something? You just have to sit with yourself. Find out why you need to make something why you need why you have that feeling of needing to do something to have value because you have value as you are yeah if you never did anything what value ever again what value is that well you coming from it from the world's perspective of more and growth right and we so. are partly in a situation in our economy and in our world of madness because of that very idea of I make, therefore I am. Yeah. Right. And sure. this constant, like you and I have been listening to that investor, Chamath. I will not mm -hmm. say his last name. Palihapitiya. There we go. And he talks about that, like this insatiable growth. Like you build a company and even if you 
started out with like a really good idea and something that could shift the world forward or shift improve somebody's life that pales in compare in in what the investor wants it pales in what the investor wants in as growth they just want how many more users did you add how many more subscribers do you have mm-hmm. and it's not like other subscribers getting the benefit of the product that you created all right and so i think on a micro level as humans work off that as well because our world is set up to our world is set up for more right more st- stuff more trinkets more baubles more money more sure. more 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 and so you can never get out of madness from that point because you always need more okay so what are you going to do you're going to make like so what if you had 3 day losing streak now you have to make three youtube video or six youtube videos to get back <laughs> not necessarily I, I don't think it's i don't think it translates exactly like that but you know maybe one video per downswing or something <laughs> So but you can make videos in your joy too. Right, you can. Okay. But I'm trying to figure out what value does a person have, not not other people like me though. What what value do I have uh if I'm just like not doing anything? Okay, but you're a human being, not a human doing. Okay. That's... If we were supposed to be human doings, then mm-hmm. yes, that makes sense, right? Because sure. then I'm just saying it's an idea that we've accepted as truth. and we need to investigate whether that is true like my value comes from doing yeah i think it's true <laughs> <laughs> okay i think this is a problem this is why we have so many like well, mental health issues because if you can't find sure. something to do then you automatically think you're valueless yeah. and then it's like a downward spiral okay. and well, then you'll never even find your thing to do because I mean, you couldn't find value I, I do think there's value in like being a good friend or like a good partner. No, you don't need to do any of those things. <laughs> okay. You don't need to do any of those things and you still have value. Like just you being here breathing mm-hmm. is valuable. I don't know how exactly. You don't know how? I no. thought you were going to tell me how. <laughs> you just is this another theory? <laughs> I am just saying that that is the path I'm exploring. Because before I couldn't feel good. Well, how long is it going to take you to get to the end of this exploration? I don't know, baby. I don't know. Oh, God. I mean, you've just decided that you're not going to even start on that path. Yeah, well, you're already halfway down. I'll just let you go, and I'll <laughs> stay working in case it turns out there is no value unless you're producing. So, one so of I'll... us must go. One of us must produce. Okay. So we cover all the angles. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying, idea to explore. Um, All right. Well, it sounds nice. I guess I'll think about it. And I'm not saying that making stuff is bad. I'm not saying that doing work is bad. Doing work is very yeah, fun. Yeah, I get it, but like relying on that for your value. Right. Okay. I don't know. Send your thoughts, people. Hello at tellspodcast.com. It should be true. It's just tough in this society, right? That's what I'm saying. Like as long as you acknowledge that it's a it's a construct. Yeah. Right? And so we could potentially create a more supportive construct because like you said you've said to me things take time right you might not know exactly what you want to do today but maybe you know in 2 years but if you feel shitty about yourself you are not going to even get to the place where you discover that because you don't feel like you're worth anything so why even bother 
Okay. That's what, that's the thing that I'm saying. That's where the problem is because if you don't feel good about yourself, what are you going to do? I mean, there's two schools, right? You could either do too much or do nothing at all. And I think there's more doing nothing because you don't feel worthy or valuable. I guess so. But I mean, some people get uh, motivated when they are, you know, it's like poker Poker players often don't study until something's wrong or they, they lose, right? They go on a downswing. Right. So sometimes the negative can bring about Yeah, I'm not positives. saying that it's bad, though. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. I think you're judging me. Oh, that's a very good segue. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about judgment. <laughs> okay. Remember that Jungle Man epi- uh, episode? The Jungle Man article that he wrote on Medium about... Yeah. he wrote a blog. He wrote a blog post about judgment and the hypocrisies of it. Yes, he did. What are your thoughts on judgment? I agree. It's not. I don't think it was the first time that either of us have heard what he was talking about. So, like, the gist of what he was saying, this is Jungle Man, a.k.a. Daniel Cates, a.k.a. Um, I don't know. He doesn't have any more AKs, but um, <laughs> I was going to say something about like he's become such a character in the uh, the poker world. You know, he was always like one of the biggest crushers playing the nosebleeds stakes. Okay. But we've really uh, seen these different angles of him over the past couple of years. He had that video with like all the girls that he, he a friend of his produced or yeah, whatever. Jaw dropping. Everyone was just like, what <laughs> did we just witness? Yeah. And like from Jungle Man, you know, <laughs> it was like for sure, you know, very successful. But like we just assumed like nerdy type. Right. Yeah. But and he was know, surrounded by all these naked women in the forest, I guess. I don't I know. know what's and going he on. didn't. It, he didn't, you know, there's the the visual of, like, the nerdy guy with the hot girls. But that wasn't the part he was playing, too. Yeah. He was playing, like, cool dude. That's right. With all these hot girls. The nerds always win, by the way. That's, well, that's what they say. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, he wrote a blog about judgment and judging yourself and, I guess, judging others as well. And, like, being, you know, harsh on yourself and... Just like not letting things go that you've done in the past and uh, judging yourself for making mistakes and being mad at yourself and expressing that anger out into the world and stuff. Mm. Right. Is that the gist of it or what? What else? You could probably explain it more eloquently than that. No, I mean, I think you explained it well. It made me think a lot about judgment because you just assume that I'm human. This is what I'm going to do, but not realizing the amount of energy that it takes and you talk about this, right? We were just talking about this. Like the energy you spend over here could be used to move you in the direction of the life that you want to live. If yeah. you're not living that. But you spend so much time, especially judging people for something that you do well and you think that they don't do well. And operating from this perspective that now just because I'm better at, at this than they are. I'm better. Yeah. Whereas everybody's got their own demons to face and own challenges that they need to overcome. So he was talking in a, in a blog post about like when he would make a mistake in poker, he would like call himself like all sorts of names, you know, like, oh, you idiot. How could you how could you lose that much money in the poker session? How could you make that big of a mistake in a poker hand? And he would just like get extremely angry. And one time he got kicked out of a casino because of it, because of his lashing out about I don't know if it was because he was mad at somebody else or himself or his his bad luck or what what have you. But mm. just talking about how 
like Boosie was saying, very unproductive and uh, how unproductive all those uh, emotions can be. How much do you judge? It's funny because like I still think about, you know, like things I've done in the past and find myself, you know, like when you're daydreaming about daydreaming about something, I'll just like think about some random thing when I was a kid and like think about how silly that was or something <laughs> and really? as if I'm like 40 years old doing that thing. Yeah. It's really weird. Uh, do you ever do that? That's pretty much how the subconscious works. We're all doing it. So yeah. you you make a mistake when you're five. Yeah. Unless you resolve it, you're operating from that five-year-old in that situation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's insane. Yeah. I remember I was like, I was in this uh, sort of after-school program for like kids that were doing well in school. So like you got to use like new technology and stuff. It was, it must've been like a super early version of, or not super early, but like an early version of the internet. Cause we could like instant message people mm-hmm. in an, at another school. I and we thought that. it was like the most coolest, amazing thing ever. Right. <laughs> anyway, like I, I skipped it one day, but I, I was like rollerblading around with my friend and the teacher saw me cause we were like out by the school for some reason. It was the dumbest <laughs> school skipping thing because we went to the school anyway, to, but we just were like rollerblading around the school. And so like my teacher saw me and I like lied about it uh, as if it like wasn't me or whatever. Mm. So I still like find myself daydreaming about that instance and then like get embarrassed about it, you know? So what happened? Nothing, because oh, it wasn't okay. like an actual, like, have to be there sort of a thing. Okay. It wasn't actual but you, school. You, so you... She's just like, okay, well, I'll, I'll maybe talk to your mom about it or whatever. And nothing ever happened. <laughs> she, did, she never talked to my mom about it. But anyway, that was, it was like a you know, once-off thing for this little program. And right. it didn't really matter because it, was, it wasn't like we had homework or anything. It was just like for our benefit anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so weird. Like, I'll find myself thinking about that. And, and it's like... Man, that was like, why would I lie about it? It was like so obvious. Like I was there. Like, <laughs> did she like mistake me for somebody else on this day that I wasn't in class? No, you know. So how is that operating for forty-year-old Andrew today? What do you mean operating? So I mean, if you're still thinking about it, you're probably on some subconscious level making decisions around that. Is well, it- I must like, yeah, I must like judge myself for like doing silly things sometimes, or like like trying to hide things or something mm-hmm. like that. And not just being like upfront about choosing what I wanted to do or my mistakes or whatever, whatever it is. Right. So just being honest, like, look, I didn't want to come to class today. I just <laughs> wanted to ro- lo- roller skate. And we do that now, right? With people going, oh, do you want to... Rollerblade, not roller skate. Rollerblade, excuse <laughs> me. But <laughs> like if somebody says, do you want to go out for dinner? Yeah. Back when we could go out for dinner. Yeah. And then you make up some whole excuse about having to work instead of just saying, nope, not really. Yeah. Like maybe I still carry those like uh, excuse making or fake things, fake ideas or lies or something like that. I mean, I don't, I, I'm generally like a, an yeah, honest you, person. Yeah. You don't really lie. Yeah. Not that I know of anyway. <laughs> not that you know of. Um, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's just like trouble. Maybe I have some sort of like judgment on myself for like, trying to express myself like fully yeah yeah i mean we used to get into trouble for telling the truth so it's really hard to what do you mean for telling the truth if my dad caught you rollerblading and you said no that wasn't me (sighs) you might not get into trouble for lying but you would definitely get into trouble for confirming what (laughs) you were accused of doing so you go, what are the benefits of telling the truth if I'm going to be punished for telling the truth hmm. and escape punishment for lying? Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like 
the idea because I remember I used to do that all the time the whole going out thing I'd be like oh no I have to work and I've promised this person I'm going to come to their thing now I just say no I don't even give it a, a reason because sometimes I just want to watch my dishes dry and that's fine mm-hmm. you know so anyway jungle man we'll uh we'll link the blog in the show notes we should do that you have nothing to say about that <laughs> just anyway <laughs> uh i'm still i'm still coming down from my admission of skipping the school program. <laughs> it's gonna take a while for me to feel less shame about that so you're still judging yourself for that uh, maybe now that i put it out there into the world and admitted to it and admitted my <laughs> my bad feelings about it i'll feel better about it andrew's teacher from what grade were you in this was i don't know i don't know if it was like eighth grade or ninth grade i think it was one of those okay andrew's ninth grade teacher maybe eighth grade he's admitted to it now forgive him the teacher was pretty cute too that's probably part of the reason i felt so stupid about it. <laughs> it's probably a big part she was, of it she was really pretty yeah mm. and she was really nice great teacher I screwed that up. Yeah. I could I could have ruined my chances with her in that moment. I that's think probably, that's probably what you were thinking. That's probably part of the reasons, yeah. That you felt so silly about it is because mm. you're like, maybe she would like me. Yeah, if it, if it was a terrible teacher that uh, nobody liked, then it'd probably be like, ah, oh, whatever, screw that. <laughs> yes, I might have looked a little bit silly, but he sucks anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll link. I don't know if we talked really much about judgment, but now we know about Andrew's what you judge yourself it's, for? It's food for thought for sure. And there's like other things that I find myself like daydreaming about, you know, when I'm in like in the past. And I still like will feel silly about it in the moment today as if like I'm doing those things as today's Andrew, mm. not like unknowledgeable, you know, inexperienced Andrew. Right. How do you get from there to here? The ideal is to make decisions based on what you know today, not on what you did or what you knew five years ago yeah so how do you how do you do that how do you make decisions based on what you know today yeah you just do your best i think the more important thing is to not make the best decision the most important thing is not judge yourself for the decision that you made not to judge yourself for the decision you made that then that you're making now in the future or yeah looking back on previous decisions right no but like if for poker right because sometimes when you're working through something you'll make the same mistake sure. that you've you've made before. And you thought, okay, I did that one time or two times or three times. I know better. I shouldn't do that. How do you mm. then move your past self? Well, poker, I think, it's, I think it's not necessarily the same mistake in a hand that you might make, you know, like in a, in a similar spot. I think maybe the mistake you make is playing tilted or playing too long or tired or something like that. So I think you want to set yourself up for better decision making mm-hmm. by asking yourself why you're making the mistake of playing like too long of a session. Not a mistake in a similar spot because that's not the same because yeah. you have a different opponent and everything. I mean, you're just you're setting yourself up for like various mistakes if you're playing in the wrong like state of mind, basically. Mm. So, like, you're not setting yourself up for success. And so you have to ask yourself, why do I feel like I need to play for this long of a session? Or if I'm not feeling my best, why do I have to push it? Like, what's what's the big rush? Mm. Things like that. What is the big rush? I don't know what the big rush is. I guess, like, the sooner you achieve goals, then the longer. You can enjoy them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty fair point. Lots to think about here. Yeah, this is a deep, deep show. We have, we're making up ground for Missing Week, I guess. All right. Well, let's move on to some listener feedback. Let's do it. Hey, we got a message from Ayu, and he says, greetings. How do you know, do you know it's a he? Because I read the message. Because the body of the message? Okay. <laughs> Hello, Andrew and Boosie. First of all, I'd like to say that I don't usually do this, but after being a fan for so long and you guys pushing me hard enough, I decided to write something. So it just takes time and persistence. Nice. Okay. That's how it's done. I'm currently studying for my master's degree as an international student in Texas, and I've always had an interest in poker, but never pursued it. Then I stumbled upon Andrew's vlog, then Jamin's, and everything made sense. It was easy for me to understand the concept and get to know how to play pretty well. I've been watching every episode since late 2017, a couple of minutes after it's uploaded. Jamin's vlogs really helped out based on the fact that he played 1-3 a lot, which was very relatable to me as a super amateur. I'm not ready to shove Ace Queen off to Dunkers in Texas. To Dunkers? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that word before. I'm glad you've witnessed Texas poker. It is crazy. Would you agree with that assessment? I do agree with that part. <laughs> I would like to thank you for everything. I appreciate the effort you put into those videos. And if I start to point out reasons why you stand out from the rest of the vloggers, this email would be way too long. Then he says, as a single African guy living in the United States, I've learned a lot about relationship from you guys, which has been very helpful. Thank you. One of the things that oozes off you is your humility, which brings me to my question. Did being with Boosie make you more humble? What are the things that have changed about you since you met Boosie? I know these are not the best questions, but they are what I can think of at the moment. Thank you again and stay safe. Best regards, Ayu. Cool. Thanks for the message. Shout out to Jamin Burton. Did you make me humble? No, I think it was already pretty humble, generally. Well, in some in some ways. And the said in the most arrogant way possible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, humble in some ways. Humble brag. Confident in other ways, we'll say. <laughs> right? Right? Wow. <laughs> I think you did show me or lead me towards the path of figuring out what hard work is and looks like. We've talked about how in our early days we would go out to nightclubs and stay out until the sunrise and stuff like that. But I think I would have like kept those days going longer and longer where you were like, okay, I have to like bear down a little bit here. And, you know, we can't just do that forever. And uh, I eventually agreed with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, home and Andrew would still be like, I'm going to such and such club. I'm like, have fun. <laughs> I am not coming. And it took like months of that, right? Probably, yeah. And I was like, that's nice. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm getting old and I'm an African kid. I did not come to America to go to the club only. <laughs> I came here to get... An American dream and uh, <laughs> an American dream, an American dream. Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty eye opening, I think, to see you working really hard and eventually showed me that I got to get my shit together and start to take work a little bit more seriously and eventually helped me turn the corner in that regard. So does that speak to that? So, no, he's not humble. <laughs> I think <laughs> I've always been pretty humble in my my work. I think that's like come across in the videos a lot. There's plenty of times where like I honestly don't know like what's best to do in this spot or I'm not the best poker player out there, mm. etc. But I have always thought that like I'll find success in some fashion. Mm. Where did that come from? Mm, 
where did that come from? Uh, I guess I just like have no reason. I don't know where it comes from, but why, like, why wouldn't I, you know, like I have all the tools. How did you know you had the tools? Well, I mean, you had the iPhone in the palm of your hand. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, <laughs> that thing made you feel pretty invincible. The iPhone? Yes. How so? You used to carry it with this surety. Like, I can play all the music that I want to hear. You mean just people in general with the no, iPhone? No, you. No. Me. Specifically you. <laughs> you. You would carry it with this, like, <laughs> I can. Because I remember you had an iPhone and I had a. I don't know. I think it was like a Nokia or something. Right. Like it, it was the Nokia. Yeah. What What is this thing called? Smartphone. Yes. And you would walk around with this thing. <laughs> it was Andrew's iPhone and his <laughs> unlimited AT&T data. And he was like, I can stream all the music I want to hear. Yeah. I can. Uh, the entire world is unlocked. The entire world is in the palm of my hand. Exactly. GPS. We could get to anywhere we wanted could to. play all the music and in the world. This poor African kid with a limited data, one gig that yeah. would run out. It's really amazing. Like you can do anything you want with an iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this podcast is not sponsored by iPhone. Moving on. But now we know where Andrew gets his confidence from the iPhone. Thank you, Steve Jobs. That's right. <laughs> and uh, if you want to watch something really cool, go back and watch the on YouTube. Steve Jobs unveiling the first iPhone, the keynote speech at whatever Apple event that was. Mm. Just search Steve Jobs unveils first iPhone. Yeah. And just the way he talks about like human behavior and like it's just the foresight he had for that was amazing. I was not going to buy an iPhone and Andrew sold me into becoming an iPhone user. Oh, yeah. No. He was like, this is the best thing in the palm of my hand. Yes. I remember that. Oh, no, you actually even bought me one for my, one of my birthdays. Because right. I, I was like, I will never That's get right. an iPhone. I don't need an iPhone. I work, I'm at home so often. And Everybody I'm literally needs an iPhone. tied to my unlimited internet. I don't need an iPhone. It ruined my life. But here we are. <laughs> okay. George in Reno said he was up for joining the card counting syndicate, the masked <laughs> card counting syndicate i forgot about that so he said as Great. soon as as soon as it's ready okay we've got know. that makes three of us then all right any other takers go listen to the previous episode of the podcast you know what we're talking about okay and uh drop us an email we're gonna get rich hello at tellspodcast.com can't wait uh anything else what's the date today may 23rd okay casinos are still not open but it looks like the first week of june will be the, the opening date so I heard that the Wynn is opening five restaurants on May 29th. Really? Yes. Hmm. That's, like, be that's before June. Like Jardine and Mizumi. And All right. Et cetera, et cetera. We'll see what happens. I guess we'll have another podcast before that. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. Even though Spotify is going to take over and crush iTunes. Congrats, Joe Rogan. Share it with your friends. How, and... much, how much do you think we'll get for this podcast? You got $100 million. 100 million mm -hmm. if Spotify wanted to buy this podcast. Yeah, what's our price? $7? $4.99. $4.99, yes, okay. <laughs> no, it should at least cover our Spotify subscription. So, family plans, so what, $15.99? I'll take $15.99. $15.99 a month? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How many months are we going to do this for? So, like 150 bucks A year? Yeah. No, they have to keep it going. Okay. Like multi-year $300. Deal. 
multi-year deal. No, two years not good enough. All right. We'll see what happens. Talk to you next week. See you then. Talk to you then. Bye. <laughs>